Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 2, Episode 38, Winter Weather Wear. Oh. So excited. Sort Old of. man winter. Sort of. <laughs> Jack Frost. I'm Mother excited. Nature. Yeah. I'm excited up until the holidays. Same. And I'm not so excited anymore. I, I laugh. Uh, people here think it's getting cold already, and... We do have like a frost advisory this evening, but that is the last uh, or the the first thing that we've had like that so far. But like legit, they're all in coats and boots and it's like mid to high 50s. Oh, so I mean, we just stand out like sore thumbs because we're still like I'm I'm flip flopping it when I can, you know. Yeah, um, but I'm also excited for I don't know. It's. It's a good season for fiber artists like us that work with yarn. Yarn is not necessarily a summer uh, spectacular. <laughs> I, can, so, I can tell you from experience it is not. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun sweating and trying to just work your craft. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I wonder, okay, mittens or gloves? Gloves. Um, regular gloves or fingerless gloves? Regular. Are you asking, like, as far as what I like to make or what I like to wear in general? Uh, Sorry. both. Trying this heater on. We'll go both quick. here. <laughs> Ooh, my lights just flickered. Maybe this heater's got a little too much power. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's really cold back here in my craft room, so I have to turn on space heater. Um, <sighs> so, to make, neither. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but to wear regular gloves. Okay. I don't like I, mittens. I feel like a child. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I kind of like them why. like, okay, if I were to be going out and playing in the snow, I would probably want mittens. Great snowball making capabilities. Yeah. Um, But gloves are tough, especially like you got to make sure you got to have the electronic fingertip gloves to be able to still function and touch your phone if something happens because regular old two for a dollar Walmart specials don't let you work your phone if you're wearing them well and i also too wonder sometimes like what if there's an emergency and i don't have the capabilities of like moving my fingers to react fast enough like i feel like like my hands are kind of trapped at that point yes. like That's she tried I to fight off an attacker like... but she couldn't because her hands were bound in mittens <laughs> you know what I mean? tied with a strap between her coat sleeves <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, I think the fingerless gloves are a good option for functionality. Suppose you work in a really cold, I don't know, corporate office building. Um, (laughs) they're a nice little option to try to keep your typing hands warm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just not, I like winter. I do not like wearing coats, hats, gloves, none of it, because I'm also a really hot person. And I feel like, I feel like Ralphie's little brother, the second I put <laughs> like a coat on, I feel like I'm dying and I can't move my arms and it's just not good. It's not good. But Jeff always tells me like, oh, you're going to get sick. It's snowing and you don't have a coat on. But for me, I'm like, okay, two minute walk from the parking lot to the Kroger door. I don't feel like that's going to give me pneumonia without a coat. Yeah, same. 
it's funny that you bring up Rafi's little brother because my sister, when we were little, she was younger than me. So she was always the last one to get like the hand-me-downs because I would get oh. them like for my cousins. And then they would, when I would not fit in them anymore, they would go to her. So everything she wore was always like two or three sizes too big. My mom was like, it's fine. She'll grow into it. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but like you could never like find her in any of like the coats or snow pants or anything because they were always like so bunched up around her because she was just so like undersized for like the size that they were supposed to be and she had asthma so she would also have to wear like a scarf all the way around her face to where you'd only see her eyes sticking oh, out no. it was wild <laughs> that is wild i'll tell you the cold weather messes with me a bit and i'm not sure why or maybe if any of our listeners are in the medical field they can maybe clue me into the correlation here but when I step foot out and like, and I'm talking like Ohio polar vortex cold, like when it's like in the negative teens and 20s and it's just really cold, it makes me instantly nauseous. And I have no oh. idea why, but like I dry heave all the way to the car walking from the building. Like the second the cold air hits me, I am immediately sick and I have no idea why. And then I get in the car and I'm like, okay, just breathe it out. Like I feel like I'm, you know, yeah. talking myself off the ledge and then I'm fine. But that cold air man, I don't I don't know what one has to do with the other, but I can feel perfectly fine. Hit that air and that's all she wrote. It doesn't make me nauseous, but it does sometimes take my breath away, especially if there's like a a wind gust that maybe catches you off guard. Yes. And I'm like, well that just sucked the air right out of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had um customer here tell me that it gets bitter cold in the winter and it was like like colder than negative 35 degrees or no because that's a solid february day and you know in southern ohio and she's like oh i guess maybe not bitter cold I mean, it gets in the 40s and 30s in sometimes. In the 40s and, and 30s. That's literally like a 60 to 80 degree difference. It's uh, totally fine. I'll I mean, survive. like Fahrenheit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, I just, it's just funny to me. And I know that like the longer we're here. So next year, you can call me out when I'm like, oh, listeners, it's mid-October. It's already in the 50s right. here. We've got our boots and coats out. Like, you know, we'll get adjusted. But this year, yeah. it's comical just because uh, I don't know. So I don't know when to break out the winter gear here. I mean, I feel like September, they're ready to go. Well, this weekend's supposed to be high 70s. And so on Saturday, we're going to the pumpkin show in Circleville. And it's yes. like, I just don't know that I've ever been to the pumpkin show when it's been like 77 degrees outside. <laughs> We had a year, um, we had a year where it was like that once, way back in the day, Tiff lived in a super great location, um, on High Street, like, really within walking distance to the Pumpkin Show, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a great year to be there, because I took my vacation from Pennsylvania, drove here just for the Pumpkin Show, and then had it off all week, like, we would just walk into town, get food, whatever, I mean, it was, it was fantastic, but... Uh, you have to get over by, believe is it over by the police department. They have the best cheese on a stick. Oh. Um, 
I believe it's Swiss cheese, which is a little different. Everybody usually uses mozzarella. Oh, I don't think I can do Swiss cheese. Oh, okay. Well, then don't do it. I'm pretty Ooh. sure it is Swiss. But it's, okay. Uh, it's my, <laughs> Swiss cheese is one of my favorites. I don't know why I'm such a weirdo oh. when it comes to cheese. I really, you know what's different? This is going to get us completely off subject, but it is what we do. <laughs> have, you had, have you had brie cheese? No, I don't think so. Not Okay, well, well, okay, I mean, so maybe not... does this count? I have the mushroom breeze soup at work sometimes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna count that out. Um, <laughs> so I was at a really fancy baby shower, and if you can think of any fancy people I know recently that have had babies, you can you can follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a really fancy baby shower about a year ish ago, and. They had, like, something you would see on TV. Like, it was, like, brie cheese, like, melted all up with maybe, I don't know, some honey and some, like, walnuts. And, oh. I mean, something that looks and sounds delicious, especially for someone who loves cheese. Yeah. And then they had these, like, different kinds of, like, fancy crackers. You know, the kind you put out, like, at the holidays, maybe. Like, the wafer round crackers and, like, like not Ritz and saltines, like, I might use um so i get this stuff at this baby shower on my little plate and i'm just trying to be fancy just getting a little this little that get back to the table and i I get some of this on this cracker and i don't know what was worse the cheese or the cracker the guy i'm not oh was it not good it was it was different uh it I mean, I ended up eating it because if I'm just being honest, I was really hungry. So mm-hmm. I did, I did definitely eat it. But like the first bite, I was like, oh, oh, this is like, I had to, if anybody was looking at my face at that exact moment, I'm sure <laughs> that it told the story because it was, it was totally, oh, mm, I don't know. Maybe it was just not made well, or maybe it wasn't like a, I, I don't know. I'm well, not sure. Sometimes I'm willing to I try think it maybe again. you can get a little too fancy with things and the, the flavors don't just always work together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, here's another thing that they had at the baby shower, something I've never experienced as well. It was a cold asparagus like salad. They had mm-hmm. cut up asparagus into like, eh, say, like thirds on the stock. And it was marinated with, I'm not sure what, that had capers and tomatoes. And then um, it was, like, put on the plate, super nice and fancy looking, with hard-boiled egg chopped up and sprinkled across the top. And again, maybe I'm just not fancy enough because it was, like, uh, Remy went with me and... And she was just like, what is all of this food? I thought you said there was going to be stuff here we could eat. And it was uh, it was just definitely not meant for a kid, let alone an adult. And a lot of it was like paired to go with wines because it was a wine themed shower. Yeah. Um. So, again, I maybe just way up. I'm sure not even maybe I'm sure it was just way above my level. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Don't if if you ever get to try the brie, please follow up and let me know because I maybe it was just me. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't think that I have ever been. No, I don't think I I don't think that I've ever eaten it before, or that I've you, ever had the opportunity to. Do you eat blue cheese? No. 
My mom oh. used to put it on salads and stuff all the time, and she might even still. And I don't even mean just blue cheese dressing. I mean, like, legit just blue cheese crumbles also. Yeah. And she's a big blue cheese fan. She's also a big Swiss cheese fan, which I also don't like. <laughs> so I don't really like blue cheese, Jeff does. Like, things and, like, the dressing, the crumbles, the whole night. I'm not a fan. Now, I will say uh, there is a little spot in town uh where i just moved from and they have like an app i guess it's an appetizer or like a starter it's these chips and they put alfredo sauce on them it's like a like a homemade kettle style chip uh they put alfredo sauce on them then like blue cheese crumbles and green onions and i want to say maybe even bacon something along those lines dude i don't like blue cheese but i will eat the heck out of that uh, I'm not sure if it's like the Alfredo maybe tones it down a bit to where it's not so uh, uh, spiffy. I don't know. It's it's delicious. That's the one thing I will eat it on. Got it one time on a salad at Wendy's and I wasn't expecting it. And it was a it was a lot in one forkful. I'm and sure I it's just a mental die. thing for me. Like I think that I'm sure that it's if I didn't know what it was like if I it would be fine. But the fact that I do I think is my problem. I feel that because uh, there are a lot of folks in the Midwest that use cottage cheese in their lasagna instead of ricotta cheese. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'm sure it tastes delicious, but it is a mental block that I, it just doesn't belong in there. I can't do it. I literally can't. And I feel bad about that, but I just, it's the texture of it. I just can't believe that. I can't believe that people use it in lasagna. So I feel like I'm being judgmental about that, but I just literally can't. So I get it. Uh, but kudos to your mom. She sounds very like a cheese connoisseur. She, I, she likes all kinds of different cheese and stuff. And and same with like Kraft Singles cheese. I can't, I cannot do it. Like I, I just don't know. Like I don't Certain know. So, things I can, but not like on a sandwich no. or... If it's like a cheeseburger, I could do it on a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Like if it's melted, yes, fine. I cannot yes. do it cold. Um, um, cheddar cheese, cheese sticks, mozzarella mm. cheese, mm-hmm. and provolone cheese on sandwiches. That's about it for me. <laughs> I love Munster cheese. I use it in a lot of, it's a very good melty cheese, so I use it a lot. Like when I make homemade mac and cheese, it's a cheese that I use in there. Yeah. Uh, extra sharp cheddar and Munster. Mm-hmm. Um, I like everything. Jeff doesn't like Swiss. Not He's not a fan of it. Ham and Swiss is something I grew up on and to be honest, like probably some cheap ass. It was from the general store down the road and we would get like the chip chopped ham mm-hmm. which just not i can't even like think about it now because i would not eat it probably now but ham and swiss cheese was one of my favorite things growing up and to this day that would probably be my number one like lunch meat sandwich uh just ham and swiss cheese Mm. yeah i um um what were we talking about the swiss cheese i i don't even like the smell of it it's hard. I <laughs> had Gatlin try it one time and he was not he was not a fan uh, not having it at all. I want to do like you see everybody making the boards 
I'm not oh, gonna yeah, even try. Yes, mm-hmm. good job. Because I was uh, not gonna, just not even gonna try it. I was just gonna oh. call it the board. I love them. I think they're um, so cute. Have you like people are getting fancy though? Like, okay, my problem is I want to have a night of just like different boards because there are butter boards. I've seen those. Yeah. Um, and those all look delicious. And then people are getting creative now and like speaking my love language, which is like Nutella boards or frosting oh. boards. <laughs> Um, and doing like strawberries or cookies or graham crackers and whatever with it. I mean, yeah. super creative, but we just need to have a night of like multiple kinds of boards. One of which I want to make a cheese board and try some different kinds of cheeses. Um, but I don't know. We don't know anybody down here. So that would be a whole lot for like me and Jeff. The kids wouldn't eat any of that. It would stuff, be though, a like. great way to meet some of your neighbors though. Stick some flyers out and have like a cheese board block party yeah i've been trying to make nice with the neighbors we had a shade of an incident where the neighbor's kid broke our back window to the dining room and Mm. um i mean it was it was just a thing kids are kids are kids so it sucks but it is what it is so i didn't want to be like weird or you know think that like we're mad about it it's just whatever so i made pumpkin cookies last weekend and the recipe that i have makes a gajillion cookies and i put a bunch on a paper plate and like a big gallon size baggie and remy and i took them next door um so i'm trying to make nicey nice with the neighbors but i'm not i don't know about handing out a flyer per se um, <laughs> I think they're gonna be like, yeah where did they find her at over there <laughs> Um, Listen, this is what we do here in the Midwest. (laughs) I know. Tomorrow night, my plan is to hit um, our yard up, hopefully the last time. Like, I hope that it at least gets cold enough to... I don't want to be mowing my grass in, like, December. That's that's lame. Um, But right now, we're, like, the odd neighbors out, us and the neighbors that I took the cookies to, because we're like the only ones around our little block that mow our own grass everyone else pays uh, a company to do that mm-hmm. and so everybody else is looking like super fresh and edged out and then us and the neighbors are like what's up you'll get mowed when you see me have time and it's it's not a good look so i feel like the other neighbors are mean mugging our yard and i gotta get it under control tomorrow um but it's gonna be chilly again so i feel like at least i won't be sweating doing yard work <laughs> Yeah, this whole week, I think, is going to be cold. I brought my mums in, actually, because I am determined to keep them alive by Halloween. I There's one day a year where the entire neighborhood is walking past our house. What colors to look nice. get? Um, so, there are three different colors and one pot. Oh, I can nice. send you a picture of it when we get off the phone. But, so, yeah, I got two mums. And it's like a tri-color blend or something. Oh, pretty. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty. So I brought them inside because I'm not going to let them freeze outside. It says that they're gonna if there's gonna be frost or freezing, they need to come inside. So I brought them inside. Um, I'll put them back out tomorrow because tomorrow's supposed to be 48 and sunny, and they so they need some sunshine. So they'll be fine today in here. But um, so I'm gonna put them out back outside in the morning. I'm trying not to overwater them. The instructions say don't add water unless the soil is dry. So I'm trying not to add water, even though, like, I really want to water these things. <laughs> Their soil isn't dry, so I'm just going to leave them alone. Um, 
but yeah, but I was like, just one day a year, like, and it's not even like the neighborhood either. It's several neighborhoods come trick or treating out this way. So we have not had good trick or treat nights the last several years. And I've been watching the weather like a hawk waiting to see what it's, what it's going to do. And I know we're still like nearly two weeks out, but I want to stay on top of it because I'm really hoping that we have some decent weather as of today. (laughs) Right. As of today, it said 56 and sunny would be the high. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. And our trick or treat is on actual Halloween night. So it'll be Monday, the 31st. Ours is here as well. Yeah. Um, and they're doing Thursday night, like a trunk or treat at the school, but ours as of right now, which again, it's a shade out, uh, says 68 and a 35% chance of rain. Oh, so hopefully they change. They'll change. Yeah. Um, Um, we're not in the mood for that. We got four pumpkins at the pumpkin patch. And Eric has brought up the cost of the pumpkins about 600 times and how we need to find a different pumpkin patch next year. Because it's not the pumpkin patch we usually go to. The one that we usually go to decided not to do pumpkins anymore. Um, Or a pumpkin patch, I guess. So, they didn't have one this year. So, we had to find a different one. So, we went to a different one that's here a little more local to us. And it said 55 cents per pound for the pumpkins. But there's no, like, you don't weigh them until you go to check out. And then, so for four pumpkins, it was like $31.23 or something like that. And I could feel the heat radiating off of Eric over four pumpkins. <laughs> it's and, not terrible, though, because at no. Walmart, I think they want like $6 a pumpkin. Oh, uh, well, and that's even that's even crazy too because the pumpkin patch we used to go to, they had them organized by size. So you'd have like two dollar pumpkins, three dollar pumpkins, four dollar pumpkins. I don't think I ever spent more than four dollars on a pumpkin there. Yeah, and we always knew like what we were getting ahead of time, you know, yes. before we checked out. So it wasn't like any surprise. It was like we have twenty dollars, we'll buy twenty dollars worth of pumpkins or whatever. So. No, he, he was like, that is ridiculous. You went to have donuts also up there where you paid? Yes. Uh, those are so delicious. We got some when we were there last. Oh, did you? Actually, yeah. when we pulled up, Remy's mm-hmm. little friend. Oh, man. Uh, there were maybe like some goats outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said, oh, my God, it's a deer. Oh. <laughs> and we were like, uh, okay. What? Um, it was interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, look at that deer. But she was so excited that we just we just went with it. It was pretty yeah. hilarious. But um, yes, we also experienced a time where we got up there and we're like, wait, you pay by the pound? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's definitely and fifty five cents per pound doesn't sound like very much until you start weighing them. <laughs> Right. And when you're you're not looking like, oh, that looks like a 10 pound pumpkin. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, that's a perfectly rounded pumpkin. Can I see Um, your scale calibration certificate? Because I don't know that that pumpkin was genuinely 20 pounds. Right. Excuse me. Let me get out my backpack and brought my own scale. (laughs) Uh, I mean, (laughs) I believe yours is weighted, sir. Like, I. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Uh, 
I would have died if somebody brought their own scale. There is a pumpkin patch within walking distance from us, and we have not gone to it yet, which the kids are mad about. But here's the thing. We are right on the outskirts of, like, I don't know, a bunch of different cities here because we're just right on the edge to where uh there's a couple different cities that like touch all right here where we are Mm -hmm. but it's like city and so across the street from our neighborhood is a farm that has a pumpkin patch and a corn maze and all this stuff which is cool but it's so packed all the time because this is like everybody coming out from the city and going to the little edge to go to the pumpkin patch and yeah I'm just like, can't we just go to Walmart and get some pumpkins? And I know that, that sounds terrible, but every time we drive by, there are so many people that they're all like parked out halfway to the field. And I mean, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy. And I don't know that I can bring myself to do it. Um, mm-hmm. We are debating painting our pumpkins this year instead oh. of carving them right away because it's still going to be pretty warm here. And I'm afraid that they're going to just be like yucky. So... Yeah. I, I think about... I've heard people say they dip them in bleach or something, too, and it makes them last a long time. Oh, okay. I don't know. I have to look that up. I thought about having them write things on them, like, you know, just like, hello, or give thanks, or, like, not so Halloween-y, maybe more fallish. That way, we can keep them out there a little while, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've also got a social studies regions poster we've got to be working on. So I don't know that we have that much time to be artistic on our pumpkins. Um, yeah. Remy has reached the big grades now where she's got like real projects to do this year. Oh, not a fan. Oh, no. Yeah, not. No. Uh, she and I do not see eye to eye a lot when it comes to homework. Well, and here's the here's my problem when it comes to projects is I feel like the projects are not usually designed in a way for the student to be able to do them. So how much are they learning versus how much is the parent actually doing? Because Lucas had to do a cell model one year and we did like a, a cake, I think. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. It's either him or Ethan. I know they both had to do it, but I don't remember which one of them did the cake. It might have been Ethan. But I was like, he at that time he was like in fourth grade. I was like, so he's just gonna be baking a cake and going to the store and buying like the gummy right. worms and the ribbon candy and the sweet tarts and all that and labeling it up. Like they're not made for the students to be doing them. It ends up being a project that the parents do. And what are they learning from that? Yes, and uh we've been spoiled i guess our previous school district did not have a lot of homework they did a lot of work in school but did not usually other than like reading every night mm-hmm. didn't have like a lot of homework gatlin periodically might have one assignment probably two nights a week he might have homework now remington however has homework every day except for friday and like the teacher led the led the year with I believe homework is important to your students' success. We will have homework every day. And I was like, well, there, we <laughs> there have you it. have it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I was like, hey, okay. man. <laughs> Welcome to fourth grade. Uh so I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean, I guess homework is an easy grade as long as they get it done and turn it in. That was always Lucas and Ethan's problem was they would do it and not turn it in. 
for them to get credit for which is also i'm always like why bother doing it then if you're not going to turn it in like (laughs) during uh the covid years of homeschool because he would like do it and then want to just hurry up and close that laptop up to go like play playstation or whatever and then exactly never submit it so i'm like well i mean would have taken you what like 12 more seconds to do that or yeah uh, but I don't know. He he does pretty good now. He's I don't know. They're adjusting okay, but um, we have a very active app for our school here that I really like because I can. He gets mad. I will screenshot it and just like circle if it says missing assignment or circle if it's a grade lower than what I believe he should have. So every time you know when I get home or whatever, he'll be like, "I know, I know," and I'm like, "Well." Sorry, blame your school for having a really good app that I can just keep an eye on you with. <laughs> right. I don't know what else to tell you, man. Yeah, sorry, the school know. took on you. I think Remy will probably do good with ear warmers this year. I was thinking about that because I don't know that oh, we're going to yeah. need full-blown hats here. That's true. Um, I had, I didn't take but a few ear warmers this go-round when we went to um, the festivals. And the ones that I did take were ones that I have been trying to sell for several years now <laughs> and haven't yet. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to mark them down like five bucks just to get rid of them. That was all that I had left. So um, I I did that. And then by the time I got to the sauerkraut festival, I only had one ear warmer left, which was sold within maybe like a couple hours of us setting up but then the whole rest of the freaking weekend people are like do you have any ear warmers for sale and i'm like where were you people like four years ago (laughs) like no i don't oh no (laughs) i have hats that's That's funny i like making ear warmers because for me it's just quicker and better than a hat i'm still not good at closing hats up if i do them as a well, either way, if I work them flat or work them in the round, you still got to decrease your stitches and close them up at the end. And mine always just kind of look wonky. Like I haven't, I don't feel good about that yet. So I either go with giant pom-pom to try to cover up the wonkiness or uh, I don't know. It just never looks good. It just doesn't look good up top there. So I like ear warmers because I don't have to worry about that. Uh, yeah. Um. Have you been looking at yarn for your temperature blanket for this year yet? Are you doing okay? I yep, I have. I feel I am really gonna commit to doing it this time around because one, I want to be able to freaking finish a blanket and say, look at that, I made it. Mm -hmm. But two, like I I planned on doing the second half of the year blanket and I was real gung-ho about that. To be honest, I am looking directly at the box that contains that yarn. However, we then decided to jump off the cliff and move out of state at random. So life kind of really got in my way on that one unexpectedly. Um, But we're here now and we're moved in and we're settled and we've got everything unpacked. And so I don't feel like... I don't know. It's going to be winter. I think I'm going to be grateful for a new project. And I'm also not going to get overzealous and make it like 500 stitches because I don't need a king size blanket across the house. Um, Oh, by the way, your blanket, uh, your temperature blanket that I have that you made. Yeah. 
Uh, just got it out of the wash today, and mm-hmm. man, holds up wonderfully. Good. Um, yep, everything just, I was explaining to Pap why it was colored the way it was, and like that pretty much rocked his world. <laughs> he just, I mean, just couldn't, oh. Like, oh, that's, you know, that's really something, and I don't know, but it was, uh, Jeff had it in the wash today, actually, because Pap most of the time takes it, because it's a big, heavy, warm blanket, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, he confiscates it quite frequently, so we had oh. to today. But um, I was admiring it when I got home from work. I was like, "Man, that came out nice. Look at that!" Like, I'm so hesitant just because I guess I'm not that confident of a knitter yet. That if somebody was to wash my items, I'd be like, "Look, if it falls apart, please just don't tell me because I'd probably be really <laughs> dumb. Like, please just please pretend it didn't. Let's just move on. I never this, need to know what happened. This Christmas blanket that I'm making right now is also ginormous um but because it's double stitch or not double stitch but double stranded it's it's gonna be super duper duper heavy so i'm like if anybody wants a weighted blanket <laughs> I was just gonna say, be the that's, one. that's all the rage i mean and they're super expensive i'll be honest i've been looking at weighted blankets my problem though i think with that would be it'd be too hot for me some of the weighted blankets are like still thin um i like sleeping with a quilt because it's kind of heavy but also not thick like a comforter because again i'm just a super hot person all the freaking time so uh and no anyone listening i do not have high blood pressure uh i do like weighted blankets just because they just make me feel safer (laughs) i was gonna say it's like a comforting thing like i don't know who created that or figured that out but it's legit um, yeah. but even you know I'll tell you Remy was in the NICU and something they have in the NICU that I thought was crazy was it's like bean bags almost but like well you know the things you could sew up to like put across your door so that the cold draft doesn't come through mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they had things like that and so like they would lay her say on her side or on her tummy when she was in the NICU when she was newborn and then put that like around her or on her back or so that it felt like someone's hand or arm on her. Um, I've seen people do that. Like they roll up like a, like a towel or something uh-huh. and then they do the same thing. They just kind of like wrap like a little bit around their neck and then maybe like a little bit under their leg or something. And it just kind of like feels like they're being held. Yeah. tricks I wish that I would have known when Lucas was a baby. <laughs> I get, there's, I see videos all the time where I'm like, no way. What, why wasn't that around? <laughs> They've got this one thing and it's like um not like a swing, it looks like a pod, and you lay your baby on it, like you kind of strap them on their like on their tummy and chest a little bit, but they're upright, so they're not like laying on their tummy, I guess, because I don't want people to freak out about that. Mm-hmm. But they're like strapped in there like that, and it moves like up and around, up and around the other way, up and around the other way. But it also has a thing where it's literally like patting them on the butt. Oh, and I'm like, man, you know how much more sleep I could have gotten with something like that in my life? I mean, well, and even just like I could have taken 10 minutes to take a shower. <laughs> something yes. there's oh, my like, gosh. I yes. mean, how many showers did we have to take where they were like in a bucket seat in the bathroom? Uh, with yes, us? or <laughs> in a high chair with every small toy I could find to put on the tray and like hope that I could get out before they had thrown all the toys on the ground. Yeah. Um, Remy's her little swing the seat part of it lifted up and out and was a bouncy seat 
So, like, she could fall asleep in her swing. I would take that thing right off of there with her in it and sit it on the floor. And then it, like, vibrated and was a bouncy seat, which was cool. But I don't know how many nights of my life I spent with, like, an arm raised up at the end of the bed, half bouncing her, half sleeping, just trying to get any kind of sleep I could in before work. Um, Man, neither kid was a good sleeper here in this house. And that is why I only have two. Uh, yeah they would have been good sleepers i might have might have went for a few more but to this day they're not really good sleepers still so uh i don't know up early just... they're just... Hmm. Are they're they? just up early like when do they hit the phase tell me there's hope and say when do they hit the phase of like starting to sleep in because well gatlin's 12 and he doesn't sleep past eight typically Lucas has always been a sleeper, sleeper inner, but on weekends, like he also doesn't go to bed till like three or four a.m. <laughs> so I don't know. So then he doesn't like get up till like noon. But uh, I don't know. I just let him stay up and get up whenever he wants, as long as he doesn't use the stove. Like I don't want him like using the stove or doing anything like that right. without anybody being up, and not because he can't. But that would be the one time that he forgets to shut it off or something or lays a towel on a hot burner or something. And I'm like, just don't use a stove when nobody is up, which is kind of ridiculous because he's 15 now. And it's like, he should be able to just use the stove. (laughs) But I don't mind if he does it when we're awake. I just don't want it when we're sleeping. I just don't want the house to catch on fire. Yeah. But if he wants to stay up and watch TV and use the microwave to make popcorn or whatever, fine. But just don't turn on the stove. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, uh, Gatlin doesn't really try to, like, he doesn't try to cook anything or do anything really. Remy's the one you kind of got to watch on that stuff because, well, the other day she was like, yeah, just peeled and cut a potato for Pappy. And I'm like, you didn't want <laughs> Like, who are you? You've never peeled a potato in your life. Like, She's like, I watched enough MasterChef. I got it. Yeah, I got this. So <laughs> I just handled it. He wanted a potato and I got it. He wanted a raw potato, actually, as a snack. Oh. And- She's like, I don't even know who eats that stuff, but I got it for him. And I'm like, Mm. what? What is happening? Oh, no. I don't know. (laughs) So, you are done with the festival season until December? or Until December, yeah. Okay, I like it. Enjoy a little break there. I think you had a really successful uh, go here just in this round, you know, of these couple you've had recently. Well, yeah. And these have been better um festivals and i've ever had and i think a lot of that has to do with people who are just tired of being locked up and want to get out and see people and eat festival food again and spend money and all that kind of stuff and i am not really a big christmas shopper i never really have been i am freaking excited to go christmas shopping this year and the only reason why i think that i am that way is because i really haven't had the opportunity to for the last couple christmases and i'm like it is on this year yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm very excited. I think the holidays will probably feel the most normal or, you know, semi-normal than what we've had in more recent years. Yeah. And I think that that's really exciting. I think, I don't know, everybody will be pumped to have their winter weather wear out and shopping it up, wearing, you know, their ponchos and scarves and things. So I don't know. I think it's I'm for good- sure going to be. Good season I don't know what I'm not wearing yet, though. I want a poncho, I think. I'm going to have to, I'm literally going to have to commission you 
for some items because I it'd be like so I'm gonna make this poncho to wear next Christmas because I'm just so freaking slow you know Um, what's been hitting my Facebook messenger a lot over the last couple weeks pocket scarves yes dude I keep seeing pictures of them in my feed as well and it's the one the people who are listening know which one I'm talking about does it happen you know which one gray and a lot of pictures yes I mean, it is beautiful. That was the one from hell, right? The worst one that I've ever done. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I, yeah, I want like, I think I want a poncho of some sort that I could easily wear, but I, I don't know. I just, again, I hate coats. So maybe that would be a good option. I've got a yeah, couple yeah. of like cardigans that I, can wear with things when it's you know whatever but i don't know poncho would be cute eric um, and i were watching a show on youtube the other day and a lady was wearing a crocheted poncho and i was like i wonder if she made that herself i was like i bet you she did and eric's like well, why don't you send her a message on youtube and ask so okay you <laughs> just do weirdo. like like a corner to corner type how do you get the head hole well i usually make the head hole first and then work outward um, well yeah so i've got a couple different patterns uh, there's um another pattern that you make like two rectangles and you sew them together but like the way you sew the ends together kind of makes its own triangle on both sides oh and then you go around the collar and you just kind of stitch that up a little um a little bit so it's not like as like flat doesn't lay as flat Okay. And I now probably get on Ravelry and be looking up poncho patterns on <laughs> uh yeah. I don't know. I'm just I just want to start something fun and new, but um for something acceptable for work purposes, probably gonna have to commission you on that. So um <laughs> expect screenshots, expect more. Uh I don't know. We'll see. If anybody has a favorite tried and true um poncho pattern, please send it my way um if you're a knitter that is because as much as i love crochet i still just i got nothing there i don't know what i'm doing i've tried uh i'll never forget you sitting when we lived in that apartment you sitting in the living room with me being you know trying to teach me on some neon yarn and uh, i mean it's i like it but it's just i can't i can't keep the stitches straight maybe now that i have a bit more of a foundation i would do better at it but at some point i guess i'm gonna have to learn the stupid granny square because you know my husband's obsessed with that tree (laughs) And if I don't learn it, he's just going to stalk you the rest of your life about it. So, I don't know. One of us is going to have to figure it out. Oh, Oh, shoot. He'll get that uh, tree just as soon as he gets a main coon cat. Just as soon as he gets the bodysuit. I mean, he's got a whole list for you. (laughs) I told him, he asked, we were talking about tonight's episode being winter weather wear. And he's like, you guys talk about that bodysuit she's making. And I'm just like, get out of here. She... Not making a bodysuit for anyone. Eric would probably have me committed at that point. He'd be like, "Listen, I don't even know if this is even something that they can put you away for, but they should." We'll be calling like, "Look, I don't know what I just stumbled upon, but it was in the <laughs> yarn room, and I'm just not sure. I'm really concerned. It looks semi like a skin suit." <laughs> oh, uh, so if you do have a good poncho pattern, you can send it to us, um, or you can just hit us up for any reason at all. We would absolutely love to hear from you. 
Um, all of our social media is the same at needlesooksdl. That is for our TikTok. We got Messenger, Facebook, Instagram, all of it uh, at needlesooksdl. Or you can email us. It is spelled all the way out needlesooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. Uh, you can find our super fun Facebook group um, where a lot of our friends are still chugging along in their temperature products. God love you all. We are not, but we're going to get back on the wagon come January. So um, come prepare with us. Show us your color ideas and all the fun stuff. Um, our group there is a really long one, um, but you'll find it right away. It's the only one like it. Needles, hooks, and dirty looks, your long stitchathon. Um, find us there. Super fun friends and lots of fun ideas. So otherwise, find us here next week. Uh, we'll tell you if we had to break out any of the winter weather wear that we talked about tonight. Yeah. Bye. Bye.